Welcome to the 215 Seamer Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt Kerwin, and I'm here along with Dylan, Connor, and Michael. So, guys, one of our biggest news of the day is obviously the Bryce Harper surgery that just happened. And those of you who are listening, this is Wednesday evening, so it already has happened. It was successful, and it went very well, according to multiple sources. So... What do you guys think about the very well comment regarding the surgery? I mean, I, it's good that he's not, I don't want to like talk, you know, say like, it's good. He's not dead. Cause like people have died from it. It's very rare. And that would be like atrocious, but like, he's okay. I don't know. It's like, it's like a very common surgery. You know what I mean? Tommy no, John. like like everyone gets Tommy John. So like, if it didn't go well, be like, who the hell are you getting Tommy John from? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> it, that, that's a great point, and I think that we should kind of break down a little bit of discussing, you know, Jim Salisbury's tweet, Matt Gelb's tweet, and also the Phillies tweet. Um, I think that you know, obviously, I don't know if you guys read the Phillies tweet. It was probably the most complicated. I mean, the most specific out of all of them uh, in regards to describing the surgery. And I thought that that was, uh, I thought that was rather funny um, that they, <laughs> they were that specific, but I feel like they're also trying to just throw people off the scent, if you will, about asking the question, you know, when is his timetable? Like for instance, like they, and I quote from Philly's Twitter, Bryce Harper underwent successful right elbow UCL reconstruction slash repair with ulnar nerve transposition today with Dr. Neil L. Atrake in Los Angeles, California. Wild name, by the way, for that doctor. I still can't figure out how to say it. Yeah, El Atrake. Definitely, El you definitely look it up on Google Translate, you know? Yeah, probably. <laughs> can't go wrong with Google Translate, man. Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, it's just interesting that they put it that way. And then you have, you know, Jim Salisbury, who from NBC Sports Philly, who goes out and and tweets Bryce Harper had Tommy John surgery straight up like right off the bat. Obviously, like his job as a as someone in the media is to make things more digestible to the audience. But I'm just like Well, that's what he, elbow reconstruction is. No, no, I know. But it's just like, I find it interesting that the Phillies just didn't say Tommy John and they went into the specifics because they're trying to make it seem like they're not desperate for an additional outfielder to just for in the meantime, you know, in free agency. Do you think the non-Tommy John Mm -hmm. is is sounding better as opposed to, because like the internal brace, quote unquote, is a, easier quicker surgery but is the is it not saying tommy john just to make it seem like you know, yeah it's not as big of it's a deal give us hope. like a ucl exactly it's to give us hope yeah i agree i think it is giving us hope if you will um <laughs> in regards to it he's not gonna hey, man, you gotta you gotta go like, hey, we want to i mean he's we knew that he wasn't going to play in the World Baseball Classic or tournament, whatever it is, World Cup yeah. of Baseball, no, whatever you're they're right. calling it now. You were right. The first and time. we know he's not going to play the first half. He exactly. needed elbow reconstruction surgery. He's not going to play right field until <laughs> probably 2024. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree. No. They're saying that he might start playing right field come August, September. 
which is if he's just starting to swing a bat in May, then I don't think he'll be anywhere near right field in August. Right, and I I don't even think he's going to be swinging. I mean, he might start swinging a bat, but like obviously he's not going to return, or he shouldn't return until after the All Star break. Matt Gelb and others and the Phillies press release have said that he's going to return by the All-Star break, which could mean after or this before. is if all things go perfectly too. Like there's no yeah, exactly. he, like he hits too hard too soon. Like he does this Bryce thing with him. It's like this is everything goes perfect and it's recovery. Yeah. And you know, obviously the surgery went well, but recovery is even more important. You know, oh it's you know, it. It's a little nerve-wracking, but I just hope that there is a plan in place to reinforce the lineup without him. And I'm not talking about Billy's Edmundo Sosa. Or... Billy, you're signing Cody Bellinger, man. Due to oh, a one-year deal? One-year deal? I wouldn't be shocked if they did that, but I also think that, I that would. would be a... I, 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 no, <laughs> I, I, I really don't think... No, no, no. Why would you be shocked by that? A one year rental. He's a solid right fielder, and you know, who's defensively, not. He sucks he's, now. Well, he does like offensively. Um, I think that he is. If they sign him, I'd rather have him play first base in the outfield. No. <laughs> oh yeah, then you can put Reese Hoskins in right. <laughs> no, then you could trade Reese for literally nothing. A vending yeah. machine. A that vending machine. Work. That's true. Um, I think it's. I think it's interesting if they do sign Bellinger because he only wants a one-year deal. Uh, and I think it's like a prove-it-or-lose-it type thing for him. He's kind of fucking and... <laughs> What if this just backfires? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised us making a signing like that and it backfiring completely. Like, it still makes me mad. David Robertson, Matt Moore, like, the list goes on of just, like, signings that were like supposed to be these one-year trial rentals that just never panned out and then matt moore starts to be good without us david robertson starts to be good without us then we bring him back and then he sucks again like i I don't even know i don't even know robertson was pretty good after we traded for him he was okay okay yeah he went like i mean we knew he was cooked but yeah like they had to do something with the bullpen and no no that's what they did yeah I know you're not wrong. It was the right it it was the right move to make. It just Stop. I don't know. It, it there could have like the you can't be upset get, about trading the prospect dude, too. Got ben Brown was like the number eight not. prospect. He, he, he was he was higher than that. I think he was like or less not higher um lower than that. Like I I wasn't broken up by losing like a number prospect. eight starting pitcher prospect. Yeah, Let's something sign like that. Jose Abreu, man, or you know no. Move Kyle Schwarber to first and get a Yoshida. I don't know his name. Yoshida. Yoshida, that guy. Yeah. I mean, in an ideal world, it just makes all the sense to get Yoshida because he would love to play with Harper. Like, it is well, not good enough for half a year. After, well, the after thing Harper is, obviously, Harper's going to. Well, I think Yoshida remains in the field because we still need a left fielder. It's just, or a right fielder because he can play either or. Um, first yeah that's what i'm saying like it makes all the sense in the world because this is reese's contract year there's no real reason to keep him around except to have good relations with scott boris that's literally the only reason to keep him around they've also got like eight boris clients on the team i know yeah i don't don't know 
if Reese Reese Hoskins around is going to really impact their relationship with Scott Boris. No, I like, but I think, I think in the sense that, well, no, he is going to Boris, but the thing is, I think that, I think that he has, you can tell he has very good relationships with certain teams because they give him whoever pays him the most. Exactly. And Uh, by the way, I've been thinking, Mm-hmm. Sign Bogarts. Bogarts instead of Turner. That's you, you've uh, been thinking. All right, that. we'll we'll get to we'll get to we'll free get to that. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, there's Stay, nothing staying else to on talk target about. here. Um, Mr. Worldwide, staying on target here. Uh, <laughs> um, I just think that you know, at the end of the day, Bryce Harper isn't coming back until maybe the trade deadline. I think that the All Star break is a little. That's bit the best acquisition the Phillies are going to get in July, I know. though. I know. For being real, you're getting the MVP back. I know, especially if he's coming back better than how he came back in August of this well, year. He'll take him probably off. not though because he won't have spring training. Any reps? Yeah, he won't. Yeah. He'll. He's basically getting thrown right into the fire, and they'll need him right away. I know. And like, who knows where we're gonna be at at that point in the season? First place. I would hope so. Honestly, Probably I may not. I I would hope so. But can I can I give you guys my like cynical perfect Bryce Harper season? And this probably isn't true, but with the it. perfect Bryce Harper season is Bryce comes in and is really good right away. The Phillies get like pretty pretty good or in like striking distance in June, mid June. He gets hurt. He's gone. He comes back for the playoffs and we go off. So his his Bryce Harper, LeBron potential toxicity cannot take over the team. But I think we need him to start winning, or else we're just a bunch of slapdicks, you know, hanging around in left field without a clue in the world. But then you can't. I don't know if you can have like Bryce Harper, you know, Mormon intensity for 160 games. I think like at some point you need to. Yeah, that that's a good point. <laughs> it's uh, probably not true. Well, we're also banking on. Nick Castellanos, second year Nick Castellanos to become yeah. the Bryce Harper. Yes. Which I still don't get, but I, you know, I hope it happens. this year, man. I mean, listen, Cole, said, as much as I want that to happen, I don't know if it will because he didn't finish with a terrible batting habit. I think he finished with like 260 something, which is what Harper hit his first year here. Yeah, it was 268. Just I what, 12, 12 home runs? Yeah, the power yeah. was not there. Yeah. Neither was the defense until the playoffs. My God. Talk and about it. Talk about it. Like talk about a gold attention. glover. Talk about a gold glover right there. The gold glover on the postseason. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I think it's interesting to see, you know, what they're gonna do to more or less bide time till he comes back. But I think that signing Yoshida is a benefit because I don't think that we're going to be putting Castellanos and or Schwarber in the field after this year. And I think that we need a defensive minded, high contact hitting outfielder. And he is our guy. Right. And I, I, what? Michael Brantley. Michael, Michael Brantley is 37 or 38 years old he and he's not worth the investment. So is everyone else on the Phillies. That so you're telling me that that well first of all that's not true second of all that's not a good enough reason to sign him. It, you I just named the two reasons. But I, I think you need what? more of a that's not gap that's than... not a reason. I didn't name any reasons. I gave the two reasons. Two. You would be giving. 
What? I gave him the reasons to not sign him, not to sign him. You said but... defensively minded with good contact. Right, but that it all right, fine, and you both and and longevity, and longevity. How about that? I'll add. You don't need longevity if you're getting Harper back. That's the thing. I think you need more of a stopgap. Yeah, so you sign Michael Brantley for one year. He would have to worry about that in 2024. Like I get what you're saying with going down the road. You don't want full time. You know, I don't want full rebuild. I just don't want full. I just don't want full rebuild. I don't want to fall into a pit. That's that's the that's other inevitably thing. where we're going though. But that's where we're going. Like, we, we don't have years. to be. I think that honestly, I think that they wouldn't have extended Dombrowski if they didn't have faith in him to create an even keeled team that wouldn't plunge into the abyss post our window this this upcoming year. I mean, and maybe we're the following I think year. maybe we're extending our window, but hopefully our window is is five years, you know, yeah. from now. Hopefully we have a full window, but I I mean it's gonna be a completely different core. I know that's the thing. It'll be a completely different core in three years. No, I I, two. I I agree. And that's why I'm saying that we need to I mean Yoshida's 29. He's not young by any means, but he is significantly younger than Michael Brantley. And we don't know how Michael Brantley is gonna come back from this injury you could sign michael brantley to a one-year deal and he could be absolute dog shit and it wouldn't matter because it was a one-year rental but the thing is we need a one-year rental who would actually be an impactful bat not a one-year rental who's going to be a waste of fucking space the doc not, sign, or pardon, pardon, pardon my french pardon my french like speaks for itself though have you looked up his number i think he's like a career 280 290 hitter he is, and he's hit 300 for the past four or five years, especially since he's gotten to the Astros. And you don't want that? I don't want someone who is 37 years old who just got hurt and missed half the season and is a free agent right now, and we don't know how he is and how he's going to be coming into this season. I don't think it's worth it. But you'd rather bring a Japanese wild card in for multiple yes. years? No. A lot I more think, money? Well, I would rather bring in – a Japanese player who's proven himself to be a high contact hitter, low strikeout guy, even in a hits for foreign power. league in a foreign league. Yeah. That's the second best league in the world. And he's hitting, three, he's hitting three, he's hitting three. You're going to have to get into a bidding war. You're going to be paying him a lot more than what you have to pay. Well, no, no, we wouldn't know. First of all, we wouldn't be paying him 25 a year and he's, he's going to go for no, a minimum 15. Maybe that would be the that would be actually the maximum. Oh, I don't think so. there. No one is going to give him 17, 20k a year, twenty million a oh. year, because Yoshi. Because think about it, Shohei Otani didn't even get that type of money when he came into the league. Seiya Why, got what sixteen a year? He got Seiya got um, he got like seventy million over five Seiya? years. Seiya Suzuki. 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 Same, same thing last year, but right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's basically the same person, but righty. And Seiya had like the same stats pretty much as Yoshida, 330, 340 hitter. And he ended up hitting like 270, 280 in the MLB. I think he, it'll translate even better for Yoshida, um, especially because of his dura- higher durability than Suzuki. And I think he's worth I think he's worth it. Like ideally, I we need one starting pitcher, Yoshida. Um, a we shortstop, a good amount of starting pitching. 
and then we'll I think just, thing, we only need one. Honestly, we only need one. That's that's that, that's, that's maximum. Maximum, you pay Yoshida fifteen mil for. I think I you're going to be in a bidding war for at least that though, because the Mariners are after him. Teams that are younger than us are after him. What, yeah, because the Mariners want to replace five. Jesse Winker. That that that's the other thing. Um, and the thing is. The Mariners also have a plethora of outfield prospects that they could be utilizing, and they might just end up doing that because they draft well, something we don't do. Well, it's partially because they drafted well, and it's also partially because they got a bunch of prospects for selling a lot of their other pieces on the team, like Edwin Diaz and Cano was the reason why they got a lot of those guys. Um, I do think if you brought in someone like Yoshida – you're then diminishing any value that Reese has because you're getting to this point midway through the season or at the end of the season where you've created this bunch up. You know what I mean? Well, where, the thing is, yeah, mid to go way through the season, midway through the season, you'd have to handle it. But the thing is, I would just trade Reese at the deadline. That's, what I'm saying. That's exactly I because as soon as Harper comes back, all. But that's what, all what I'm saying is, is like when teams like knowing that you have to trade Reese, you're not going to get as much from him. Is that the trade-off you would make for signing? Especially with only a half year left. No, no, no. He's worth more than that. But like the thing is, at at the end of the day, I would take, I would take like any team's pro like one of their top 30 prospects that's from 20 to 30 for Reese Hoskins at the very least. I still don't think you're getting that. I think you would we could get the package Reese for like pitcher over Reese right now the point the point is i think that it's worth signing yoshida trading reese at the deadline once harper comes back because everything can shuffle around correctly and it'll work i i just i i don't see the point in keeping reese around because he's going to ask for an exorbitant amount of money that i don't think he deserves nor should we give him at the end of next season and i'd rather invest 15 million into a defensively uh, high defensive, high contact left fielder who we can use and we can just slide Schwarber to first and be done with it for the future just so they they can all finish out their contracts. Mathematically, statistically, logically, that all makes sense. Just like, it, and obviously this is my opinion, but, and I know I've been talking a lot, I'm sorry, um, but I just like, I, I think that in the end, that's just the way that it has to be. If it's good, if they're if they're serious about contending and contending for the foreseeable future, they got to do it. And Culp is now a, a sub. I digress. What was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is on that. I think Yoshida. We may all have different opinions. Maybe even if we should or we think they should, I don't know if they will. And that's a yeah, whole other thing. I know. Um, what I'm curious and what you guys think is, and we don't have to go down the reach trains. I know that's just for all of us a source of negativity. But if we <laughs> if we could trade Reese for starting pitching, would you have to put someone and would you guys be willing to put someone like Abel or McGarry with him to get like a an actual starting, like younger starting pitcher? Edward or McGarry. Is it Davies on like Arizona. I like that guy. Or you know, no. I don't know the league. Davies is a Dav- free agent. No, no, yeah. Davies. Which one's the guy on Arizona with the guy? Zach Galen. Zach Galen. Galen. 
And they, he's also he's also he's also from the area too. He's is good. He's, he's good. from Jer- he's from South Jersey. He's Whoa. he's really good too. So not that it something like but that. he's from he's from the area. You know, I think he grew up a Phillies fan too. So um but like rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like our age. Oh, yeah. So that he means he enjoyed pain. he knows our pain. But like the thing is like it would take a shit ton more than just Reese Hoskins and would it take a lot more for something like that? Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, Arizona doesn't have like a premier first baseman since they traded Goldschmidt. I don't think Reese they have isn't a premier first baseman. It's <laughs> their new Goldschmidt. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. All I'm saying is that I bet you that Reese Hoskins would be an upgrade for whatever they have. So maybe they might fight for it. Steady but I veteran de- hand. I don't hey. No, the thing is, yeah, the thing I, don't, is I don't know about all that. No, <laughs> no. They, actually, now that I think about it, they won't go for it just because like. It's like if you traded Reese to a bad team. I'm going to six had Michael Carter Williams and he was the best player in their team. Yes, yeah. that was. He was a, yeah. a mediocre player on a shitty team. That's exactly what Reese Hoskins would be on the Diamondbacks or the Rockies or wherever you want to throw. Actually, Chris Bryant's better by yeah. a long shot. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, like, it's not the saying thing, much. He's yeah, and the thing is, someone I think has Arizona to carry the wins. offense, and I yeah. think that mediocre, non-defensive, has no tools but the occasional hot streak. I mean, it might be him. I know that that's literally the bare-bones description of him. But the reality is, he does have value. As much as you you all say he doesn't, I'm, no. He I, when he he has this value. season wasn't That's the bad. Thing. He does. He this does. No, wasn't. His last two seasons have not been bad. But it's just like, he has no value to this team, though. Yes, he has uh, no yeah. value to this team. That is true. But, but as to a player, another team, like as a player, right? statistically, he is valuable in a trade for whatever it may be: vending mm-hmm. machine prospect. Dave starting pitcher. southern charm and just like charms up someone like i don't know yeah like i i mean i don't know exactly that's the thing like i i just think at the end of the day when it comes to moving hoskins he's more valuable than you think no yeah it would be really hard to move reese in my opinion i i don't i don't think it would yeah, we're not would. moving reese it's it's gonna happen he's gonna sign a con i mean they already brought him back yeah, they're already. What did they tender him or arbitrate? I don't remember. No, no, they they it was it's his last year of arbitration. So, and you know what? We're probably going to sign to like a five year, hundred million dollar deal. Which no, they won't. Which is they definitely won't. Fucking if they did, that would be like eyes. literally the biggest mistake. Um, it is. That's that's literally the definition of you know conceding to the fans right there. Not us. There's a little... <laughs> I just don't know if a lot of teams are going to want Reese Hoskins. No, we're talking I, about yeah. a guy who's never improved. He's yeah. his best year was his rookie year. Sounds yeah. like Ben Simmons, and he's got consistently worse each year. Sounds he's like finished Simmons. two of the last three years on the injured list during when a team needed him in the playoff push. So yeah. I I don't know. I just there might be some value there, but I really don't think you're going to get. Oh, you'll be lucky. I, if you... I, get a I just think that decent he, he number could. five back for him. I think I don't even care. I'll take one prospect for him. I don't care. As long as he's gone by the deadline, it'll be worth it. 
And as long as we sign Yoshida. But like that that that's the only like that's when it'll be worth it at that point. That's that's all I have to say on the matter. Um, but in regards to free agency, I know we talked about this last time in regards to shortstop and the need for it, or maybe the not need for it. How do you guys feel and who is your choice? Bogarts. Bogarts. Hmm. Please, uh, elaborate yeah. that point. Yeah, elaborate, please. There's there's no shot that we're, we signed Turner. It, no. it would have happened by now. I think it would have happened by baseball. now. No, that's not baseball. It's, it's baseball. <laughs> Dude, none of these now. guys are going to sign until like mid-February. I think Maybe. it or happens you... every – the only reason yeah. it didn't happen last year was because there was a lockout. And they yeah, either exactly. signed right after the World Series or right before spring training. And I think – and yeah, in, in 2019, Machado and Harper signed March. literally right when spring training started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like – and that there was no lockout that year, no COVID, like, like yeah, when life was normal. Yeah, exactly. But my yeah. my my point is, my point is like, it. I could see this Turner, Bogerts, Correa. Swanson well, they're all going to want to get a bigger deal than the last guy. Yeah, yeah. So like, exactly. say Dansby is the first one to sign, and he gets like I don't know, five years, hundred fifty mil, just pulling numbers out of my ass. Like the next guy is going to want. Six years, hundred seven, one eighty five, yeah, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah they're, exactly. they're all going to want to top their last guy. Yeah, no, you're right. not wrong. But and like but the, the Bryce is, Machado, there's only two, contract. two out of two out of those four guys is worth above two hundred million. Above twenty five, Turner. Turner. Yeah, man, no one else is worth above that. No, no one. Yeah, Bogerts is 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 thirty years old. He's not going to get that. That type of money and what is it swanson has had two really good years but before that he was kind of nothing and i just don't think he's going to go anywhere besides atlanta or chicago why would he Maybe come here Seattle. and be like so beyond mid that yeah, just, like, exactly. I, could see a, I could see that happening and just being like, so mid he, he's a soft georgia peach he's not going to be able to take philadelphia and, and that's what I'm saying. And like he like and right now I think he's he either will go to Chicago to be with his fiance or or Seattle. Swanson. Or possibly back back Is to he in a uh, long distance relationship with his fiance who lives in Chicago and she couldn't move to Atlanta to be with him. Is that she plays I, I, for I the US women's national team? Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. She, and oh, she plays for the change. Chicago gonna, Yeah, like oh, so the Chicago like women's MLS. Reds, yeah, it's the Red Stars. Yeah, she plays gotcha. for the Chicago oh, Red Stars. Oh, okay. And, so she has an excuse. Uh, Otherwise, I was gonna be like, You can't just like your husband's in the MLB. I'm sorry. Like No, no, no. She's a professional <laughs> athlete too. So it's like it's different. Yeah, bag chaser. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, <laughs> I so... Turner's going to the Cardinals. <laughs> you think Turner's going to go to the Cardinals? That's I what a lot of people so. are I think saying. Turner, for a guy who said he wants to go back east after playing in LA and Washington, two pretty decent cities, is not going to do a complete 180 and go to St. Louis, probably the most boring just city I just... in the United States. It doesn't I also seem just like a St. Louis think... thing. Well, I also just for don't like think ten years, Cardin- yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and I just I also don't think that the Cardinals are. I mean, the Cardinals are have have a decent lineup even without Molina and uh, Pujols, but I just think that they're a ways away from 
making a run, even if they do sign Turner. Like they got a lot of decent pieces surrounding Arenado and Goldschmidt, but they need a catcher, man. <laughs> like at the end of the day, they need a catcher. They need someone who's going to replace Molina more than anything. And I think that should be take precedence. That's why I think they're going to go out and get yeah, Wilson Contreras. Yeah, I could see that happening. If they're going to spend big, they're going to go get a catcher. Yeah. I mean, I could also see. I can see Gary Sanchez. I could see Wilson. Contreras. I think they would have to trade for him, or is he yeah. a free agent? No, no, he he he's. They'd have to trade with the Twins wow. to get yeah. him. Get that back. Um, but yeah, I I I think that Turner wants to come back east if he's legitimate about that. I don't know why he would go to the Midwest. It makes it's probably the next opposite of the West Coast. It's but, more east like, than LA. I think it's LA or yeah. us, or or unless it's. People say for Miami, Turner? but like yeah, for Turner. Yeah, but why the hell would you go to Miami, man? Even if yeah, I, like I've seen ba- or Boston, Baltimore being thrown around, Baltimore. like that I no. could see. Like that's a little better of a situation, yeah. but, but Miami's he... just like you've been on yeah. good teams, like you've been on the Dodgers. Why the hell yeah. would you waste your? Life? I I don't I yeah I don't think I don't think that he's gonna I don't first of all I don't think Miami's gonna give him the money he wants, uh, but I just don't think so, and like, there's no point for him to go there if they're not gonna pay him. Uh, Miami hasn't paid anyone since Jordan Carlo Stanton, and they regretted that immediately. And well, they got rid of his contract, like the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thankfully, you know, Bold for that or yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think at the end of the day, um, we are definitely the top two competing for Turner, no matter what. Um. I think that Bogerts and Turner are the ones that we're looking at. I think that Swanson's shouldn't be on our radar. It would be weird if he if he was. Um, Correa, yeah, I could I could see Correa going to the Phillies, but no. um, I I'd wouldn't want Correa, Correa over Bogarts. I would have. Yeah, I would, me too. Yeah, I, I would too. I would want Correa over Bogarts. Right, to be fair. He also gets injured a lot, which is my yeah. biggest concern. Correa, Correa's injury history is is my biggest concern. Um, that's why I'd rather have Turner, who's probably the most durable out of the four, in my opinion. Um, Turner comes to Philly and gets like fat, <laughs> and then oh all of a sudden just <laughs> it just doesn't run anymore. No, no, man, I expect that man to get a twenty twenty season next year if he comes to the Phillies. Mm. At least, maybe even a thirty thirty. Depending on his power output, I don't know. His stolen bases were down a little bit, like yeah. down, not yeah. bad, but like down for his standards. No, I think he I, still stole like twenty bags, maybe, but yeah, 25, 27, But yeah. still, he was yeah, close. He was close to thirty. Like that's still good. Plus bigger bases this year. Because <laughs> uh, like that's fucking. Uh, I literally. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, what do you um, think about the? Uh, the girl, the girl D one baseball player now. I think that was awesome. I think it's great. What happened? Uh, I don't know. Her she name. plays for her. Her name is um. Why it's wow, like Alex, It's uh, Alex. It's Alex. Uh, Alex. Does she work yeah, with? Yeah, I think it's great. Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, this is great. What's his What's name? name? Um, her name is sorry, Olivia Pachardo. <laughs> we weren't even close. Yeah, I know. I thought it was Alex, <laughs> but um, no, it was uh, 
I, I, you know what I was thinking? It was because I was thinking about uh, the women's national soccer team. I was thinking about Alex Morgan in my head. When I, oh, no, they're not what? playing. It's the no, yeah, it's, it's a pretty oh, random David. spot to go. I know, I know. But it, I was thinking about Dansby's fiance and, and the. Uh... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Still wrong. I know. And her name's Mallory Pugh. So that's not even close. Mm. Um, But. Yeah, yes. no. So I think that the Olivia Pachardo thing, I think that's awesome. I think that, you know, well-deserved. She, she's on a D1 men's team. And, she, you know, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I think it'll be interesting to see where a pretty ultra-conservative sport oh, She's on Brown. This Give me a break. Yeah, she's, she's on, on Brown, yeah. Yeah, oh, D1 team. Is Brown an Ivy? Yeah. Brown is an Ivy, and they are Division Oh, uh, okay. D one, they are Division one, bro. Let's pump the brakes in the Ivy League blood board. Yeah. Michael, stop. <laughs> she probably those guys. Probably those ninety five. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think it's good for the sport. I'd like to see. I I like to see more, and you know, hopefully, see where it goes. So, yeah. I don't know how long uh, we have left on We've got this, like 10 uh... seconds. Ooh, 10 left. seconds. We got left in a minute, man. Ooh, that's the only thing I ever see on this. But uh, I'm just going to let it run out and see where where it goes. Okay. <laughs> so as we close out another episode of the 215 Seamer podcast, do we have any uh, final takes, regards that we want to leave the audience with? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Turkey Day, guys. Happy Turkey Day. Yes, absolutely. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll be back in another two weeks. Hopefully, we have some more hot stove updates surrounding the Philadelphia Phillies <laughs> or the league that we can discuss. Thanks for listening to the 215 Seam Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt, along with Dylan, Michael, and Connor once again. See you guys. Adios.